Okay, welcome back to the Continuum Podcast with me, Adam, and over in the other corner, it's Kyle. You Hello. Okay? Yeah, good. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Today, we're well, I mean, we finished off talking about, what was it we were finished on? Uh, collectibles. Collectibles, yes. So um, what about you then? Have you got any collectibles at all? No, uh, my childhood is uh, filled with regrets and uh no for fun way to start a fun way to start the podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've i've wanted to collect numerous things as Mm. as i got older um and you know i had toys and and that but it's just never it never dawned on me to keep things i was never Mm. a person to keep things in the box Um, i mean you wouldn't think to as a kid, though, for the most part, like, most kids aren't going to keep things like if a child and in fresh condition. If a child gets what they want for Christmas and they don't open it. They, even a child? Yeah, they need to. I, I think they just need to go through a check. I um, think unless kids, unless kids have some sort of like, I don't know, some sort of idea that that these might one day be worth something and they get two. If you've got two and keep one yeah. in the box, fine. But do you yeah. know what I mean? It's quite, as a, as a kid, I don't know how you'd be able to keep. Oh man. I, I would, in a box. I, I would somehow, I'd probably open the box before I even undid the wrapping paper when I was a child. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what this is straight out. Yeah. Done. <laughs> but yeah, I've, uh, as I've gotten older, I've, I've wanted to collect things. I think I mentioned I've got a few comic books, uh, mm. you know, like I've got a few older Deadpool comics, you know, from several years ago. Yeah. You know, again, but they're not worth anything. No. Do you just I, wish that like you go up into the loft or the attic or whatever you want to call it? I don't know what you would call it, but don't you just wish you'd go up there and find a box that has like things that you had as a child? This happens a lot. I'm seeing it more and more that people go, oh, I've just gone into my mum's attic, my mum's loft, and I found this big box of my childhood things. And there's like, I don't know, a collectible in there that's now worth £2,500. Yeah. Uh, I would love to... There's certain families, like my my, my wife's parents uh, or her mum specifically, kept all the kids toys you know they've mm-hmm. still got small soldiers toys which yeah. and you know an old millennium falcon it's not like <sighs> it's not the massive massive one but it is quite big no, but yeah it's... and i'm like and you've got these other she's like giving it to the kids to play with i'm like hold on that that's even the small soldiers now i'm like you got a chip hazard there chip hazard's at least worth like 50 or 60 quid on ebay now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. No, but it's like to me that seems like a lot of money. But then when you know, child wants a toy nowadays, it's like also 50, 60 quids buy a toy. It's mm. <laughs> it's extreme. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I would say I never I never collected anything as I got older. I started enjoying comic books more, and um, I had a few collections. I think the biggest collection I've probably got was do you, they still do it now? You know those magazines where you start with edition one is 
you know, one pound and you, you get know, only one pound and you get but, something on the front of it to build. Yeah. yeah. And then by the time, you know, it's like only 3,000 editions. And issue two is like six pound. So yeah. issue one was one pound. Why am I paying six pound now? Exactly. Per episode. Yeah. But uh, one thing that's, uh, you know, my mom, parents bought for me as I was kind of growing up was also one of the Marvel collections and each each kind of edition they would have uh, a book with it that you could kind of go go through the character and it's got the history and everything on the character but then okay. you also have like a um, I don't know I think it's like a small little like cast iron hand painted figurine of the character as well okay and yep. I had those in their boxes for I want to say probably so this is before I even moved to the UK. So they've been in the boxes for probably about 12 to 15 years. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was only this last year I actually decided to just take them out the box and actually enjoy them yeah. for what they are. Because there is this thing about keeping in the box and, it, and it's nice to. They're not worth anything then. But no, again. <laughs> no, I went on eBay. They're not on there. So yeah. I decided to keep them. <laughs> there, there are some that are, you know, worth worth a little bit more. But again, for for me, when I actually see them, you know, they just, I don't know, they, they make me happy when I see them, especially like not in these boxes and mm. you know whatever else. It's um, it's strange. I've still got a couple of other figures that I've had again, probably close to, God, it's yeah, it's probably coming close to about eighteen years now, like an old MacFarlane. You know, I think I've mentioned, but you know, yeah, the spawn. We've spoken about this off, off air, I think, haven't we? Yeah. So the original spawn artist, um, he did, a, he's, they've actually got a range of toys that they do, uh, mm. Mac, the MacFarlane toys. Okay. But I think they've got, um, I think they do a lot of DC characters now as well. I think they've got the licensing for some of those products. Mm. And it's pretty, pretty good on what they do. Uh, but yeah, I've got, got one of those. And again, it's, I think I bought it for oh, maybe if I have to convert now, probably around twenty quid. And I think I've got it on eBay now. The last time I checked, I think I put it on for about one hundred and fifty or something. So it's still not worth no a huge. No, but amount. this is this is the thing I was saying about the the one that I the little motor racing helmet that I picked up. Um, when I bought it, it must have been a fiver or something like that, and I never really. It, you know, I didn't buy it thinking that it was going to be worth anything. And I know mm. 80 quid's not a lot of money. You know, I haven't even sold it. So it's probably not even worth 80 quid. But yeah, it's, um, yeah. It, but it's still it gone be... up in money in, in value. And yeah, it, it's, it's worth something to me. It gets me a little bit more, you know, it gets yeah. me my money back and then some for, for one. Really? I think the the most astounding thing is when when people keep these things, uh, and it's always the obscure things that become the most popular. Uh, for example, the Bubba Fett Star Wars character. Mm. You know, I think that's probably one of the worth one of the most amounts of money. It was like the original kind of Bubba Fett, but why uh why it was extremely popular sorry adam's actually just showing me he's got a in in the case bubble fett display character still yeah. with the backing card and everything it's That's um cool. it's not 
that old though this one and yeah this they, one isn't worth much but well lately lately a lot of um companies fact, are kind got, of re, remaking the the original like nine 80s and 90s releases on yeah there. so yeah i think i've like got your, four boba fetts now <laughs> no five five oh man that's that's some of, are worth, some of them are worth good money yeah but i think the original boba fett was why it was also so popular was because it had the backpack that could shoot missiles out yes, and that yeah. was basically blinding kids so they stopped <laughs> they stopped producing that and all of a sudden that became the most sought after one because there's yeah. such you know so few of them around yeah um it's just fascinating how those obscure things even i think the et nintendo game is apparently supposed to be one of the worst games. One of the worst games. And it went to produced. landfill. And that's yeah. why it's so like so sought after now. Yeah. Because somewhere in the world there's a big pit full of them. But you can't <laughs> get a hold of the damn things anymore. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Well, so it's probably sitting in someone's someone's basement and they they're just releasing you know every single time they just need a little bit of cash in the back pocket they just kind of mm. go oh, i found this uh this old cartridge that i can yeah. really see but i don't wonder how much that is oh, i need to look that up yeah to see how much that's worth now but some some things just hold their value and some things don't yeah. you know you think something's going to be popular and exactly. they're just popular for there are the wrong reasons, aren't they? Or mm. how bad they are. But when you also go back and you play some of these games, um, I've I've recently gone back and played some of the old Nintendo games that I used to enjoy. And they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're not, not great. great. No. <laughs> no. They're difficult to play as well, aren't they? I think, personally, just because you get so used to like the modern gaming style and how quick the modern game is. You know, everything's a lot more... I don't know. It just moves so much sharper. Um, yeah. Do you think? Do you think they are? Yeah. I've I've gone back and I played a few so. games, and it does almost seem a lot more difficult. Mm. But I think one game that probably still holds up today was one of my favourite games of all time, Lemmings. Did you play Lemmings? <laughs> yeah, I used to love Lemmings. Such a good game. Such a good game. But yeah, like, that's that's the one where you get to tell all the characters what you want. Well, yeah, they've you, all got certain you, you goals, and they've got to get them to the end. Yeah, you got a blocker, a builder, a digger, a diagonal digger. Yeah, a climber. You got climbers that build, you know, steps and stuff. Ah, oh, so epic! Whoever thought of that? And then they're like suicidal as well, which is crazy. I think where again, where you've got those games that are really good. The amount of rubbish that was released mm. back in the day as well. That just you mm. there's some now I've gone back and played them and go, oh, I don't even know why this is on their kind of you know, the best collection or whatever else, because it's really not great. No. no, like the um didn't PlayStation release the like Sega Mega Collection or something? Someone did, might have been Xbox. Yeah. Sega yeah. Mega Collection, and I got that. I've got those because well, I was yeah. like, no nostalgia. This is going to be awesome. And mm. I played like four or five of the games for about five minutes each, if that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I can't play these games anymore. It's <laughs> not good. Like Sonic, I used to love that, but I can't play it anymore. Yeah, 
find it's, it too weird. Yeah, it, it's very, very difficult to play because I think Sonic is also so fast-paced. It's mm. difficult to keep track, but you've got to play it the right way. It's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite difficult. But the one that I always went back to was, the, well, there are two games, is Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that that was cool. But again, yeah. over time, it gets a bit boring because all you're just yeah. doing is going from the screen to screen and just punch up. Repetitive, yeah. But then the other one that I never played when I was a kid, but I played when it was, came out on the release was Game Ground. Game, game Ground? Yeah. I don't know that one. So it's this top-down view and you've got mm. your characters. You can play with two people. And you've got your characters and you basically got to get everybody to the exit. But it's you've got to shoot enemies and they keep coming out. It's It's really good. Mm. So it's one of those I, I still play now. I don't know, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. uh it's good to get back to. So nice. But then remasters are a bit of a popular thing now, aren't they? As well. Yeah. I mean that's the same that goes for movies at the moment as well, isn't it? There's like no no new ideas out there. I yeah. feel you know, even TV's taking like video games and redoing them and or making those into like live action. People are sh- People in Hollywood just struggling, I think. Mm, I don't know. I think maybe they're trying to, maybe they're trying to again see what's popular and stick to it. But historically, making movies based on films, sorry, making films based on games has not been received very well or successful. I think, uh, some that I remember back in the day was Lara Croft. Do you remember with um, <laughs> yeah. Angelina Jolie? <laughs> Angelina Jolie, and then uh, I liked I liked Hitman. Do you remember yes, with um, the Tim Timothy one? Yeah, yeah, I liked that one. I haven't <laughs> seen the remake of that. If it is a remake, no, it wasn't a remake. Agent, Agent Forty Seven. Yeah. But that was I, I thought the Timothy Oliphant one was quite good, but again, it wasn't very received good. very well. No, so interesting. Yeah, I just don't know why. I mean, they they did break the fourth wall, didn't they? When he went through that window, and there was the kids playing the game. They were playing Hitman on the screen as he smashes. Oh yeah, I remember that now. So kind of broke the fourth wall there, and I don't know. Do you think that's what kind of destroyed it then? Yeah, that's where the like the ratings probably dropped ten percent because of that. (laughs) You know what Rotten Tomatoes like. It's a little, yeah. Again, ratings for movies and that. I, I need to. Maybe we need to. Uh, there's have... no point. <laughs> if you're yeah. going to suggest we make a rating system, there's absolutely no point because, as we've heard on previous podcasts, there are films that you like that I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. So where do we stand on that? <laughs> yeah, fifty-fifty. Take take the average. It's going to be fifty percent. <laughs> yeah. But that's better mm. than some of the ratings on Rotten Tomato. Some of my favorite films, I go on Rotten Tomatoes or something, and I look at it and they'll give it, I don't know, like 10%. Like, mm. did, they, did they not see the same film? Yeah, you know, this film was awesome. How dare they? But it's it, like and, we said, and that's what we've said. Everyone's got their own opinion. Well, yeah, but they, they're also looking at it from different points of view and they analyze, you know, you've got these critics that are analyzing a film and it's like, Guys, this is a comedy. Just enjoy it for mm. what, it, what is, it is, you know. And 
again, they say you can't release certain films nowadays. It's, but we go back to it. You just, these companies just want to make money and they don't want to just make a few million. They want to make bank. hundreds of millions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bank, bro. Bank, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. There, I mean, even I think my favorite film made a loss, you know, in the box office. Granted, it's from like the 70s, but yeah. You know, I don't know if we spoke about it on this podcast no, or the last not, one. Not on this one, yeah. The previous uh, you in, want to incarnation, which was, um, yeah, so it's the Italian job, 1971, I think it is. Because it's yeah. just a great film, but yeah, I think it made a loss in the box office. Which yeah, and that was that was the start of um, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Career or what was one Michael of Caine? Michael. Michael. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, you can't trust you can't trust rank, uh, movie ratings online. You just gotta have your own opinion. Yeah. I wonder how many people actually go like go to a, watch a film based on what critics have reviewed it at. I think a lot of people, yeah. and and I think that's where your. Do you think they're then influenced by that critics? Certainly. Yeah, I so they're going to come out and they're sheep. That's what they are. They're sheep. Yeah, <laughs> they just. But even yeah. when I watch a trailer for a film, you know, when I see it, I don't know if you do the same thing, but I start watching a trailer and I start building almost the story in my mind of the way it's going to go and what's mm-hmm. going to happen. And No, you know, no I, I've stopped watching trailers. I don't watch them anymore. I try to completely ignore oh, There's too many spoilers. So when you go to the cinema and you need to watch a film, now, do you, what, what do you do? <laughs> Okay, I'll watch some trailers, but if I if it's some... <laughs> okay, if it's something that like is part of a series, for instance, then if it's like the Marvel stuff, I won't bother watching the trailers because I think I'm probably going to watch that film anyway. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. I don't know. Maybe other other times, maybe I do. Maybe I don't watch trailers. Maybe I think I'm just going to take a punt on a film based on who's in it. Yeah, it makes makes sense. Hmm. but it's yeah it's the same throughout now when you start getting critics points of views on things and they kind of over analyzing or you see too many things this is the kind of takes away the magic on hmm. of the film and it, i think i even mentioned uh previously when you watch a film and you kind of s- stop watching a film halfway through because we can't we can't watch it all the time hmm. and even if you take a break it's like you you kind of lose a bit of that that magic, you yeah. know, because they've built up this entire atmosphere and, you know. Um, and then you're taking yourself out of it. Yeah. And then Take you've got to try out. and bring yourself back into it when you resume. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of loses that. So that, that goes hand in hand, like we were saying previously. Watching, I think watching films in the cinema, for example, where you can't escape, you can't do anything, can't get distracted. That's probably why some of the best films you'll see will probably be at the cinema as well yeah just to have that whole kind of cinematic experience so yeah no it's it's good i do enjoy it so other than other than the cinema then like what what other places would you like to sort of 
where would you like to sort of frequent for entertainment purposes? Well, I think when I go out sometimes, apart from I, the pub, uh, well, yeah, apart from the pub, I do enjoy. Um, it's it's expensive to do, and I wish it was a bit cheaper. But every every so often, I do enjoy a good bowl. Bowl, and, uh, bowling, yeah, ten, ten pin bowling. Yeah, and, are you really um, good at it? Oh no, I'm terrible. <laughs> but you said you took a little while to answer that question. There was a p- slight pause there, so I'm wondering if you're actually quite good at it, but you were trying to be modest. Do you know that I think the the problem is I'm trying to change my game up a little bit because you know when you see people do. Okay, he's got games, so he's got to be quite good. <laughs> well, do you see when they they do this? You know when they do the spinning the back, of the ball, back leg comes like out. Yeah, back leg comes. I mean, I do the back Knee leg to anyway. the ground. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I don't even need the ball. I just yeah, and you get, uh, that, you get that pose at the end that they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to try see if I can get that the just the right curve that they're doing to you know mm. because that I think also gives you more strikes. Just the way it spins, it it creates. <laughs> um, For me, when I do that, it gives me more gutter balls. Yeah, well, that's 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 why when you ask the question, it's like, oh, are you good? When when I'm bowling, I can bowl fairly straight, and that's fine. Yeah. But I'm at that stage; I'm not getting enough strikes now, mm. so I feel like I need to just do a little bit <laughs> more curl of it. Just, yeah, yeah, just to give it that little bit. But it's an art. Yeah, you know what these guys are doing. Um, I, I've gone to the stage; I've actually watched a couple of YouTube videos to try see if I can get the spin <laughs> and. I went down to the alley and saw one of the, he was actually a security guard that was working there. And I saw him do a couple of bowls and I actually saw, cause you know, normally with the bowling ball, they got the three holes, Yeah, which reminds me when I was a kid, again, you don't think about this stuff, but when you used to go down to the bowling alley, when I was a kid, you would get, go to the bowling alley and then you go, Oh, well, let's get some food while we're here. Yeah. You stick your think, fingers in the ball. Stick, yeah. Stick, stick your fingers, fingers in your ball. food. <laughs> get like, you know, kids have got sticky fingers uh, most of the time because of what they eat and what they do. Those fingers are going back into the hole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, if COVID's taught us something, it's clean your bowling balls, man. <laughs> it's, but again, it goes out the window as, yeah, well, we'll go, we'll go on to um, hygiene shortly. But I saw uh, the way this one guy was bowling, this, the security guard was instead of um, putting, you know, your your two fingers into the holes and your thumb in the third, mm-hmm. he was just bowling with his two fingers and basically getting this little flick at the end because the th- oh. when he puts his thumb in, it, he can't get it out quick enough to basically give it the spin. Mm. So he does that and he curves it all the time. So obviously I tried yeah. that, but just it goes straight into the gutter. You can't, you can't hold the ball properly. You got to get that like pincer <laughs> movement, don't you? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I don't know. And you start analyzing it and go, oh, you know, have I got the right weight of ball? And I don't know. Maybe I need to get That's... more aerodynamic shoes. <laughs> aerodynamic shoes. Yeah. You don't have to wear their dirty shoes anymore, do you, when you go bowling? Yeah. What's up with that? Was that also a COVID thing? No, I think that stopped before COVID, didn't it? But I remember, like, as a kid, right up to I was probably in my twenties. Yeah. You used to, if you ever went bowling, you had to put their shoes on. Can't be slipping up. Health and safety, brother. Yeah, but those those shoes were slippery though. Like they had no. <laughs> they didn't stop you slipping up if you crossed the line, did they? Yeah. No, not at all. So I, I don't know. 
Maybe they had sensors in them. (laughs) So if you did cross the line, it counted as a foul. Yeah. (laughs) Don't know. I'm going to need to get bowling shirt, though, at some point. I think I'm at that stage. <laughs> don't, don't get a bowling shirt, man. <laughs> That's another thing. I mean, what's that all about? <laughs> what do you mean? I suppose football teams do it and, you know, sports teams do do it, but they're not very stylish, are they, bowling shirts? They're mm. hideously ugly. I would, uh, I would tend to disagree with you there, Ed. You just um, want your name in script on a shirt. Yeah, but right? I need a cool nickname as well. Um, you know, like fingers. Proper... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I've discussed this with my brother-in-law already um, about yeah. our bowling the shirts. Team. Yeah, yeah, so um, I think I think it's got to be uh, a wolf howling at a moon. Um, and the moon's got three holes on it. Whoa! Okay, I didn't think about that. That's going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not think of that? Come on, it's right there. <laughs> then we can call ourselves the Mooners. Mm, the Howlers. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good one too. <laughs> oh, so, dear. I'm going to have to see how much a customized, like customized bowling shirt is going to be. And, uh, yeah. But people... Part of me wants to join your team just so I get one of the shirts now. No, you must join us. Just Seeing to... as it's my design. As by it, proxy. When you when you go to the bowling alley, there we've been, you know, we'll go play a couple of games. But then you got some guys that are obviously part of a league that are there mm. as well because they've got the bowling shirts. Yeah. So they must be part of a league. Yeah, and, so um, if you get the shirts, you've got to join a league. Yeah, well, but I'd probably expect so. Mm. That's, mm. that's the rules. But then, then we wouldn't be cool good enough. Like, the tornadoes. That's that's I mean that's that's a cool one. Um but when you when you're bowling and you see what they can do, when you're there and you see it just makes you think you can do it. It's yeah. just oh man, I, I just want to do that's, it now. That's the same with anything. That's me with golf. I watch the pros and I'm like, how am I not pro? I do that. <laughs> but when I do it, I do it like once every 150 swings I expect yeah that's the problem is people just make things look so easy Mm. and it's again it's it's time you know and then they say 10,000 times of doing something it's 10,000 hours or something like 10,000 hours yeah so ain't nobody got time for that nobody got time for that (laughs) Yeah, so um, yeah, I, th- I think I want to try to get into bowling. And apart from that, it's just just. I want to know what, what color shirt you're going to have. Have uh, you thought it, thought it through that far? Um, no, I didn't. I mean, I'm thinking about like the. It's obviously it's a wolf with the moon. It's mm. we're probably going to have to have the aurora borealis kind of in the background as well. Or the so, aurora borealis. Well, the northern lights can just be the back, backdrop to it, can't it? That could be the t-shirt color. Yeah, so that'd be so, a dark blue t-shirt, but at the top it'd be all like green and yeah, pinks and greens pinks. and yellows and yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. This is probably gonna be the ugliest shirt you've ever seen. <laughs> but it will fit right in at the bowling alley. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna be well gel. Yeah, yeah. So, 
but yeah so um yeah well, that's that's me though and yeah but well, doing... i was just gonna say what bowling alleys do you go to like are they all sort of like similar bowling alleys are they professional bowling alleys or are they the ones with the arcades backed onto them because let's and, uh, face it they're the best ones yeah i go, I go to the ones with the arcades mm. um but again it's, it's just too expensive you know, may, maybe this is a reason you got to join the league because maybe they yeah. got cheaper prices. Or, or... And, I mean, you'll get your own ball. I suppose you're not really paying for the ball. That's all included, isn't it? So, yeah, but I, I'd need to get my own ball. You should as well, get your own, own ball. A what clear one with a scorpion inside it. Have you seen them? I, I think I that's actually think of, the thing, isn't it? I always think of the one with the, the skull inside of it. Oh, yeah. Did you ever watch cool. um, Mystery Men? Yes. No. Yeah. It was the one with no, Ben Stiller. Um, mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible movie when I go back and watch it now. Oh, no, I haven't seen it then. But yeah, this woman put her father's skull inside a bowling <laughs> ball, and that was her superpower, was bowling. So, oh. <laughs> but that yeah. sounds crap. Yeah, it, it pretty much was. I think the scorpion, was the scorpion in the ball from Uncle Buck? Oh, man. Seen that? I can't remember. I remember seeing it. Well, Uncle Buck is. Uh, I watched that years ago. Mm. So it's a good film. But so, you know, going back to the bowling alley, though, uh, you've got to have a pool table, right? Oh, There's yeah. There's got to be pool tables there. Is that where you go? You've yeah. Got have, you've got the pool tables around. I, yeah. I enjoy a good game of pool as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm very good. What yeah. about. Uh, on the subject though um, I suppose moving it into darts and like other pub games because pool's kind of classed as a pub sport right a pub game they've got the like they they take pool seriously it's like they are Mm. huge huge leagues for pool now Mm. Mm. the same with darts but I I don't know why darts darts is weird it's entertaining I don't know. Did you see the darts is this a little while a ago? Where it was I don't like, know if it is. No, it is. It is. There was the darts that happened just this year. There was a nine dart finish where both guys just got 180, 180, 180, 180. And then that, the first guy that went up missed on his last dart to win the game. And then the next guy stepped up and got all three where he needed to get. And it was like epic. The place was going wild. Yeah. I- Maybe it's one of those games where if you you have to play it to appreciate it. Um, have you not played darts then? I've played darts a couple of times, but I'm. I don't. I'm, I'm see... weird with darts. I'm over. I can't remember whether I'm good when I've had a drink or whether I'm better without a drink. <laughs> I can't remember. But you generally have a drink in you at that time, so it's a bit. You, yeah, you I don't play darts unless I've been drunk. Yeah. Uh, drinking, rather. Yeah. It's the same so. with pool, though. I remember mm. one of the best games of pool I, I ever played was after I had a few drinks. Yeah. And, yeah. Straighten uh, out your vision. <laughs> yeah, it's never never going to happen again. No. no. Uh, because I, I remember when I used to when I used to play pool, I used to actually finish one of my main exams for school. And then mm. as soon as I finish that exam, I go to the pub and go play pool. Nice. So instead nice. of studying for the exam that I got the next day, 
yeah. So just go Why to the pub, go play, play some, pool. have a couple of beers, go play some pool, and yeah, well, figure out the exam tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, should we talk more about pub sports, pub games, if you want, whatever they call them, in oh, the next yeah. episode? They're, they're loads. Then so we got sports. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll look it up and we'll talk a little bit more about pub games. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, right. That was the continuum for this week. Um, we'll catch you in the next one. We'll see you yeah. later. Thanks, everybody. Cheers.